0: On the flow, now my jewelry box froze, fuck up bowl, fuck a stove, counted millions in a cold, bad bitch, booted swole, got her on roll, can't fold, doesn't know, head
1: shot, case closed. Close, close. What is up guys, it's Andy Priscilla and this is the show for the realists, say goodbye to the lies, the fakeness and delusions of modern society and welcome to motherfucking reality. Guys, today we have Q and AF, this is where you get a chance to submit the cues, and I give you the AF's. Uh, These questions can be about anything. They can be about personal development, business, how to win, how to kick ass, what's going on in the world, what do I think of this or that. Happy to answer your questions. You can submit those questions, and I ask that you do because when you hit them in the DMs, bro, I can't answer your individual questions. Neither can the guys here who run my Instagram at least 75% of the time. It's just too many. So submit them here on the show, make them good, and I'll answer them because everybody's probably... uh, well, not everybody, but multiple people probably have the same question that you have. So, uh,
0: DJ, where can they submit those questions? Guys, email those questions into askandy at andyforseller.com. That's DJ. Hello, children.
1: My handsome co host. What's up, bro? What's going on, man? Uh, stop interrupting me. I'm trying to do the intro. <laughs> okay. It. Other times, whenever you, uh, whenever you tune in, we got CTI. CTI is Cruise the Internet. That's uh, where we put topics up on the screen. And then we talk about them. We talk about what may be true, what probably isn't true, um, how we can individually be the collective solution to these problems. Because there is no one person that can solve any of these problems going on in the world. It's a collective effort in our day-to-day lives every single day. And that's the point of CTI. Then sometimes we have real talk. Real talk is five to 20 minutes of real talk. okay? Uh, And then there's full length. And full length is similar to what you guys uh, we'll see on maybe like Rogan or some of these other great interview podcasts, uh, except I'm not as great of an interviewer, but that's what we try to do. We try to do an interview. I call it a conversation. It's the finer things. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know? Right. Yeah. Right. Did you get that? I, I got it. You didn't laugh yeah. though. No, I know I did okay. internally. Just for wasn't sure. that funny. Yeah. All right. That's fine. I don't, I can't win them all. All right. So <laughs> what's happening, perfect. bro? Oh, we do have a fee. Oh, there is a fee. The fee for the show. Um and also, remember, guys, these shows are on YouTube now. Uh, we've been audio exclusive for eight and a half years, and now we're to a point where it's uh we're on YouTube. So full length episodes on YouTube, uh audio episodes everywhere, audio episodes are available that's of relevance, and uh, we ask that if you find value in the show, that you please share the show. That's it. I don't run ads on the show. I don't leverage myself by uh, signing up with companies that want me to promote their shit. Uh, I don't want to, I don't want you guys to ever believe that I'm like saying things because these other people say I can or cannot. And I ask just, you know, in exchange for that and the value that we provide here that you share the show, man, tell a friend, talk about it, help us grow the show. That's how we grow. We grow organically. It's value exchange. That's what I believe in. If I do good, I get a good return. That's it. And I think that's fair. So Mm -hmm. that's when I say pay the fee, that just means tell somebody. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So what's up, man? don't,
0: Don't be a hoe. Share show, show, yeah, there we That's go. That's right, yeah. Yeah, what's going on, man? Christmas is almost here hey, you, you excited? I'm ready to stuff some stockings. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, are you? Are, have you always been a big like holiday person?
1: You know, uh when we were growing up, yeah, for sure. I mean, like you know, I I think holidays as a kid. You know, I had good holidays as a kid. I remember, yeah. you know, we 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 always had a good Christmas and. um we we got to go to see our cousins and we ran around and played and did all the you know, it was fun. And yeah. you know, um it's a little different these days just because you're older and mm-hmm. you know, Emily, like, we, we you don't know. Have, that
0: Santa ain't fucking real. Yeah.
1: I mean, I'm Santa <laughs> motherfucker. Like I'm Santa for everybody 24 fucking seven, three sixty five, dude. Right. So like it's uh, you know, it's different. I, I like it though, you know. It's um I mean, dude, honestly, I should appreciate it more like real talk, like I should do more things. And I'm trying to do more things, especially as I'm realizing like the importance of celebrating holidays Mm -hmm. because of how- What they've done. Yes. They've tried to make us like denounce our own holidays. Like 4th of July, if you fly the flag and be patriotic, you get called, you've you've gotten called names for the last fucking five or six years. And And now we're finding out because- of what Elon Musk is exposing, mm-hmm. that all those people that called you names and shit were all fucking bots or Twitter employees promoting a fake narrative. Yeah. So like, I'm starting to realize, and I've started to realize over the last few years, that the cultural demoralization relies heavy on making the holidays irrelevant for most people. Mm-hmm. And so I've tried to be, where in the past maybe I've skipped holiday parties or not gone to things, Um, because I didn't think they were that important. I've been trying to really be better about that. Yeah, yeah, You know what I mean? Intentional with them. Yeah, Yeah. because, dude, you know, it does matter. And it may not matter that much for me right now, but, like, when I go around my nieces and nephews on both sides of the family, like, that shit's important, bro. Like, they're going to remember that. And, like, that, you know. So I guess, like, it it goes along, you know, with me becoming more mature. Um, I'm a slow, I'm a slow, maturing human. All right? It's just the truth. (laughs) Um, I still think farts are pretty fucking funny. I I don't know if that, (laughs) like, I'm just being real. That's where I'm at. Does that make you immature? I don't know. (laughs) I I don't know. I I actually
0: just think it's funny. (laughs) I I don't, I don't fucking know. Unless they smell like the inside of an asshole.
1: That's not funny at all. Well, it depends on whose asshole. (laughs) It's true. If it's yours, it smells pretty good. Wait, wait. You don't like to smell your own shit? If it's mine? No, if you, you don't think your own, like, dude, when I smell my farts, if it's like a real bad one. I'm like, I'm like. Oh, you're proud. There's such yeah. a sense of
0: pride there. Yeah. I
1: take fucking pride in that <laughs> shit, bro. I'm excellence all the way around, bro. It's 360 excellence. All right. I want it to be dirty. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but if anybody else is, it's, Man, that's it's, fucked it's up. A problem, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Get the fuck it's away fucking, from me. Yeah. That's <laughs> fuck wrong with you. Yeah. Exactly.
1: I, isn't everybody like that? that? Uh, uh, Maybe it's an American thing. <laughs> if that doesn't make you want to share the show, I don't know what yeah. we I mean, dude, this <laughs> is high quality. This is high quality, in depth content happening yeah, right here, yeah, bro. From holidays to, yeah, to gas. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. Anyway, well, Andy,
0: I do, uh, do got some good ones for you. You always do. Knock these out, man. Yeah. Andy, question number one. Uh, Andy, I've been in the National Guard for seven years, uh, and I have three years left on my contract. But this past summer, they told me to turn my gear in and said not to come to drill anymore, and they were releasing me due to not taking the COVID vaccine. Uh, now that the tides have shifted, they are dropping all the COVID mandates, and they want me to come back. What the hell do I do? Go back. Uh, do I go back with appreciation
1: of them dropping it, or do I just tell them to fuck off? Well, I, I would probably take my job back. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I think it's important for all the members of the military and the police force who were let go or fucked with. To go back Mm. and i know that might not sound like the right thing for you guys but the here's why i think it's important number one i think eventually you'll probably end up getting some sort of back pay or or reward punitive reward for what they've done Mm -hmm. um we're seeing that start the process of that starting and those things in our legal system take time so that's the first thing but i think the most the more important thing to think about is that those of you guys of the police and the, and the military and, and the fire and all of these and nurses and all these important positions that were forced out for noncompliance, you you guys are actually the critical thinkers of, of those situations. Mm-hmm. And in my opinion, the reason that that was forced through so hard, is, and I think this will come out eventually, is that they wanted to remove the the dissenting voices to their agenda yeah. knowing that if they got rid of all the people that were willing to stand up to the point of losing their job that they would have a much more compliant force to work with mm-hmm. regard especially regarding the police and the military right and so i think it's very important for you guys who did make that stand if you're available to go back in because like without you who the fuck's going to stand up for the next tyrannical thing that they exactly do? So that's where my, you know, I can't make this call for you because your life is your life. But I'm saying from an outside perspective, 30,000 foot view of what I've been observing for the last few years, I think it's important for you guys who maybe got forced out and like, bro, you might be sitting there being like, well, yeah, fuck them. And I understand that too.
0: Yeah. I must say there's there's definitely a bad taste in the I think,
1: But I think we're at a pivotal point in history where we are going to need Mm. those kind of people to stand up from within these organizations. And I think if you guys all fucking bail out and find new work and this and that and this, I mean, we're kind of in a sh- much shittier position as a country. Yeah. And, and so I think the right thing to do, all things equal, would be to go back, let this play out, okay? And then also understand how important it is to have people like you guys in those, in those situations.
0: Yeah. Yeah, for sure, dude. I think that service part, like a lot of people don't understand how critically important that is. You know what I'm saying? Because like when you look at the percentage of people that you know are serving, whether that's military or involved in first responders, like compared to the masses, it's a very small percentage of people, right? And if the, if the percentage of the people that are serving, we cut that in half, let's say, right? You're only left with, with people that can install the tyrannical shit, right? Yeah. Like the service part is a massive obligation. I think a lot of well, people miss out on.
1: Also, dude, I, I, saw, uh, I, had a guy, I had a guy message me about the show that we did uh, last Saturday with Ian Smith where I talked about raising the police officer's pay. Mm-hmm. And he said, well, dude, look, most of us don't do this for pay. Well, hey, dumbass. Um, I'm arguing that you should get paid like five times more. Just shut up. Yeah. <laughs> so like, I'm not saying that you do it for money. Right. I'm saying that you deserve a lot more money. Yeah. And if we did pay a lot more money, we would attract Higher better. Yes. Yeah. Because bro, the reason the police force, see when I was growing up, dude, <clears throat> you, you being a police officer was like a huge fucking honorable thing to want to be. Mm-hmm. And we don't have that anymore. And the reason we don't have that anymore it's because they've culturally made it a non-desirable profession, right. right? Well, if you have a non-desirable profession that's extremely hard to execute on every single day, because, dude, look, being a police officer ain't that much fun. These motherfuckers get yelled at. They deal with the fucking shittiest part of society. They're fucking constantly dealing with people who are fucking drunk and out of line and mentally ill. And, like, bro, you guys wonder why some of these guys are so fucking pissed off all the time. Well, you would be, too, if you dealt with what they deal with. Right. But Right if the career was actually a well-rewarded career financially, which could easily be done if these people were not stealing our money, as I described on the show from Saturday, we, we, would, we would be able to get people to go in there and, and have a higher quality human being doing these jobs. Mm-hmm. Okay? And that gives us a standard now, all right, where the job is valued by the people doing it at a much higher level because, dude, you're making a lot more money, so it's a more valuable career. Which means that we can hold a higher standard inside the police force and push some of these fucking shit bags out that are making the whole entire police look like shit. Mm-hmm. Okay, because there will be enough people that desire the job that we don't have to have those those kind of cancerous, weak uh, abuses, abusive of a power type police officers ego guys yeah Yeah. like dude those people go automatically you can let go of them the reason they aren't let go of now is because you guys can't find enough people to do the fucking job because nobody is going to willing to work for the local yeah (laughs) so like you know i'm an entrepreneur i know how to solve fucking problems like this so and and when i say you guys deserve more money the dumbest thing you could do is argue with me about it because i'm actually creating the narrative out there on the big fucking stage that this should be something that people should push for so please don't take it personally. Yeah. I understand that most cops are fucking really good, good people, both men and women, that do the job. It's a thankless job. These are special kind of people. This is why I deserve. Why I think they deserve a much better career.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, oh, that's real, man. So go back. Go back and do it.
1: Yeah. I, I think that's the right thing to do, all things considered, where we are right now. I can tell you this, dude. If I, ever, if I was ever fucking president, like real talk. Like, and I know some of you guys laugh at that shit, but like, bro, I'm young. Mm-hmm. I'm 43. We got time. Uh, dude, what happened? Where am I going to be when I'm 63? Okay. I'm just telling you, you ever put me in the fucking position that will happen. Yeah. And we'll happen for teachers too. And also you won't be paying fucking taxes like you pay. So maybe you should just hurry up and get me in there. <laughs> <laughs> just saying. Andy, question number
0: two, I am thinking about investing into a franchise. Uh, It would be the first of its kind in my area. Uh, I believe in the company's core values, and the president founder has a good head on his shoulders. I have sixty k liquid, okay, but I'll need another five hundred k in business loans to cover the total cost of getting a location started. What would your advice be to me in this situation?
1: Well, look, I don't know the details of the of the franchise. I mean, there's that's a pretty broad question. Like, I don't know. I haven't seen their financials. I don't know what company you're talking about. Like, I'm taking your word for it. Mm -hmm. If you think that it's going to work for you, um, then you should go out and get the loan and fucking go after it. But here's what I will say. Do not go do this if you are not 100% committed to making it work. Mm. This is a common misconception that people have about business, bro. They think that like, they're going to try things. They're going to stick their toe in right? I'm going to stick my toe in the water and see how I like it. A hundred times out of a hundred, guess what? You ain't going to like it. Okay. So becoming great in business is far less about finding the right opportunity and far more about creating the opportunity that you do have into the right opportunity. And this is something that people mistake and, and misconstrue when it comes to starting a business. Bro, This idea that you can quit when it gets difficult is what's holding you back. Most people, because society has gotten so soft now, they believe that whenever things get a little bit hard, that they should automatically just quit and change their path. But if you become one of these people that does this, this is the exact reason why most people never become anything. Because every single time, whatever it is they're trying to do gets difficult, they say, well, this isn't for me, bro, so I think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and adjust and make a career change over here. Well, if you do that every two fucking years or every three years, your whole entire life, you're always going to stay within that three-year window. This is the same analogy I use consistently about running a marathon, dude. If you run a marathon, I'm going to go run a marathon, and you only get to mile 17. Every time you get to mile 17, your feet start hurting so bad you fucking quit, and then you say, I'm going to start a new marathon in a week, and I'm going to make it through. And then you get to mile 17, you quit. You never can finish the marathon. Mm -hmm. And so it's the mentality that I think this person needs to really consider. It's, this is not try. I'm not going to try, okay? You should go into this with, I'm going to become the best franchisee in this organization that has ever existed in the history of the fucking company. And if you go in with that attitude, meaning I don't care what happens. I don't care how hard I got to work. I don't care how long it takes. I don't fucking care as long as I'm going to fucking get, I am going to get where the fuck I want to go, no matter what. If you could go in it with that attitude, then I would say, go do it. Mm-hmm. But if you're going at it, like I'm going to stick my toe in and try, this has the potential to fucking financially ruin you for a very long time, because you're going to go out, you're going to get loans. And then when you get the loan, you're going to uh, decide in two years, you don't like it. And now you're going to have 300 grand that you got to fucking pay back. And how are you going to pay it back?
0: Mm-hmm. So, right. Right.
1: So look, dude, this attitude, it's an, this is an attitude question. This is not a, a, this is not a technical, what should I do question. It doesn't matter if the, if the franchise is, you know, selling snow cones or if it's fitness related or if it's food related or whatever. You can make your unit successful within that model. I can guarantee it. And, and the goal should be as a franchisee to, Make the company make your unit so fucking successful that the company looks at you and says, DJ, what the fuck are you doing, bro? This is amazing, right? Right, right. now, all of a sudden, you're in you're in the question and in in the conversation for the big picture here. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I think this is just an attitude question. Um, and this person's asking for permission. I can't give you permission to do this, but whatever you decide to do, you better make sure you go at it with the all in attitude that I'm going to fucking make this work no matter what. And, and that goes for anybody out there, whether you're starting a franchise or starting a business or whatever the fuck you're starting, it's way too common these days for people to think that they can just go after opportunity, after opportunity, after opportunity over the course of their life without realizing that your lifespan is limited and it goes by very quickly. Yeah. All right. I could tell you that I'm in my fucking forties. All right. Yesterday, I was fucking 19 years old, just starting this business yesterday. Like, it fucking feels like yesterday to me. Yeah. When I look in the mirror and I see my gray hair and my gray beard and shit, I'm like, what the fuck happened? Mm. Like, it's, a, it's, a, it's...
0: Knees cracking
1: and shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> fuck you, man. <laughs> but my point is, is that it goes by quick, guys. And if yeah. you go, if you continue to chase the next best opportunity... You, can, you, you cannot get anywhere because you legitimately waste your entire life in little two or three year spans. Yeah. This is what most people do, bro. Yeah. And, and by the way, here's the worst part about that. Those people work really hard for those two or three years. And the minute that it gets difficult, like where they, they have to like push through, that's when they're like, well, I guess this just isn't for me. Mm-hmm. And bro, that minute that you are trying to push through, that one thing you're trying to push through, there's a tremendous amount of progress on the other side of that. This is a societal thing that's been, that's brought, been like normalized over yeah. the last three or four years, and you see it, dude. Like these people on the internet who are like, oh, I'm just gonna buy a van and travel the fucking world. Okay, cool. Buy the van, travel the world, do that for two years, but then what? Mm-hmm. Okay, because here's the reality. Most of these people are trying to escape having to do the real work. They're looking for a way to live, You know, I'm just going to go around and travel in Airbnbs all my life. That's fine. But when you're fucking 40, bro, you're going to wish you had other options besides traveling around in your fucking van. Right. You see what I'm saying? Absolutely, bro. Like I, I was in the gym yesterday and I heard one of our guys tell me, actually he didn't tell me, he was telling one of our other guys, this is a guy, now this is a guy I really fucking like. And I hear, I'm, I'm, he, I got my headphones on, so they don't know that I don't have music on. Right. I put my headphones in so nobody fucking talked to me. <laughs> it's the truth. <laughs> so, but I hear him say, one, one guy's talking to another guy. And I love these dudes. He goes, you know what, dude? Money don't mean shit to me, man. I want the experiences of life and blah, blah, blah. I pull my headphone out. and I said, what'd you say? And he goes, well, I want, you know, experience. I said, hey, I said, that sounds good until you ain't got no fucking money. To experience anything. That's right. <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah. And, and, and he looked at me and yeah. he's like, yeah, I'm just saying, and I said, look, let me tell you something, dude. These people that you see t- saying this shit about mm. I don't care about money and this and that and this, those people will eventually care about money. They just don't care about money right this fucking second. Right. Okay, so it's very, very important. Money is very fucking important. Anybody that tells you money isn't important never fucking had any and they have no idea what the fuck they're talking about because the experiences that money can provide are one million fucking percent better than the experiences that you could have with no money. You guys like to make it like about material shit. I'm not talking about material shit. I'm talking about a rich, fulfilling life. Right. You could change mother, You could change the trajectory of motherfucking people's existence.
0: Legacies, yeah. Yeah,
1: with money, dude. Real shit, you can't bro. do that. And by the way, there's another aspect. And I stopped and talked to him again after this. And I said, hey, bro, also be very careful how you talk about money. Be very careful how you talk about money. Because if you're saying that shit because you think it's the cool thing to say to your friends, that's fine. But also, God in the universe fucking hears that. Mm-hmm. And if you verbally say, I don't care about money, money's not important to me, guess what you ain't gonna ever fucking have? It'll never happen. So you need to be very careful what you think and say when it comes to money. Money is a great fucking thing. Money is a fucking fantastic tool. It should not be the defining characteristic of anybody's life. Nobody's saying that. But having a lot of it is very fucking important. It's very important. Yeah, that's true. You at least want enough of it to where you're not fucking stressed, okay? Um, yeah. Um. I'm not saying you have to be a billionaire. I'm not even saying you have to be a millionaire, even though you should at least want that, okay? But, dude, and there are diminishing returns. There are diminishing returns when it comes to money making you happy, okay? There's things... You, when you start making money, you will eventually get to a point where it doesn't matter to you anymore. Yeah. But the only reason it doesn't matter to you anymore is because you got so much fucking money. Right. Right? Right. Well, that's when you have to change it about purpose to somebody else. Yeah, yeah dude, look. And yeah. that's the other thing. Like, I've, I've done well enough in my life to where I've, ex- you know, I, I, I've experienced all the me things. The, the best part about having a lot of money, real talk, is fucking giving it away. Mm. It's doing shit for other people. It's creating a situation that changes the trajectory of other people's motherfucking lives. Like we're doing for that fucking school right now. Yeah, Facts. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Shit like that. <laughs>
0: yeah. Those
1: kids that we're doing that for, we're going to, we'll, we'll show you guys this. We're going to make a video post on YouTube about this little project DJ and I've been working on for a couple of years now, but those kids mm-hmm. will, that will change their lives forever. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Couldn't do that without money. That's real shit
0: you f- can't hope that shit together no
1: no and you certainly ain't gonna get it in your fucking band bro no and no offense to anybody that, like dude I've got some really good friends that have like taken a couple years off no. and gone and done that shit it's been really cool but they all but those people also understand like I have to have my career shit too. this
0: ends at some point yes yeah.
1: like it's not it's and, and a lot of these young people see this shit and they hear these talking heads on the internet talking about life experience and fulfillment and all this shit Bro, and these, these fucking people talking this shit have never done anything. They they're don't not, have any They're not fulfilled. to talk about.
0: No, and they're not fulfilled. No,
1: bro. It's a fake fucking, give yeah. me some fucking beads. And let me feel your energy. And, you know, let's, let's do some meditation together. And money doesn't matter. Well, money does fucking matter. And those people are full of shit. Mm-hmm. And if you go track any single one of those motherfuckers down in five years, ask them if money matters. And they'll fucking ask you for some.
0: Right can't fill a gas tank up with meditation, bro. No shit, dude.
1: <laughs> it's real talk.
0: Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to hum some premium yeah. in there.
1: <laughs> oh, man. Damn. Dude, there's just a lot of misinformation out there. There's a lot of really bad life advice on Instagram. A lot. A lot. I would say 80% of it. Like, if you if you sent me eight fucking pieces of content from some of these fucking gurus, I could tell you exactly why it's bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. Real talk. Most of these people, guys, what they're trying to do is they're trying to perpetuate and create a customer for them. We see this a lot um, with situations where people aren't necessarily trying to help people. They're trying to groom them into a forever customer for them. To become that zombie. Yes. Yeah. That's a, that, and
0: it's fucked up. <laughs> it's predatory. It really is. But this actually kind of goes right into question number three, though. Uh, and question number three, I'm a young chiropractor. You've mentioned many times on the show that professionals like chiropractors, lawyers, uh, doctors, and others, they don't get the business expertise uh, and experience in school when they're left out to dry in the real world. How do you recommend... Uh, for one to begin educating themselves on the business side of things that includes payroll taxes etc in order to be successful how do you vet that information i
1: guess with so much phony bullshit in the world well first of all man you're in the, that's absolutely true okay Mo- most professionals like architects uh medical professionals um chiropractors like all, all these professions lawyers they are never truly taught how to run and operate a business, mm-hmm. okay? They're taught their trade and then they're given like a couple hours on the business side, which is usually like 20-year-old fucking bullshit information. The best, the best thing about the era that we live in right now is that all of this shit is available on podcasts essentially for fucking free. Um, by the way, from people who actually did the shit that you've done, and I bet, that if you go out there, there's probably a chiropractor podcast on how to fucking create a business out of it. But I'm glad that you're asking this question because it's extremely important. You have to know how to operate a business. You have to know how to do the books. You have to know how to hire and fire. You have to know how to build a culture. You have to know how to market. You have to know how to retain. You have to know how to handle your service. There's millions. There's millions of little moving pieces inside of those things I just said that they do not teach you in school. And so this is also why Ed and I fucking founded Arate Syndicate, which is the largest network of actual entrepreneurs, vetted entrepreneurs that have a business that are doing things in real life. And the value of joining this organization is not only, I I would say it's 30% me and Ed doing the calls and 70% the people you're going to meet inside the group that are also aligned with your mission. These people become some of your best friends over the course of your life. And if you take, if you jump in arte for a year or two, it's going to accelerate your life by 20 fucking years, just because of the relationships you build, the skills you're going to learn, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And right. by the way, our goal in that program is for people to eventually move out of it and go kick ass. Okay. So like you have an opportunity now to be a part, Basically what I'm trying to say is the information is out there more than it ever has been. You just got to look for it. Yeah. Okay. I would recommend you join Arte and that's not a fucking pitch for Arte. I don't give a fuck if you do or not. Um, We don't do it for the money. Both Ed and I do pretty fucking well. Uh, We do it because we feel obligated to actually teach people the real shit of what it takes to grow and operate and run a business and kick ass. Um, If you want to get more specific to your profession, you will find people in that group that are also aligned with that profession, and they are very open about sharing and working and and you know basically building together. Uh, and I'm sure there's other podcasts out there that you can go find, or information YouTube channels that you can go find that are probably made by chiropractors about how to run the chiropractic business. So it's yeah. all there, bro. You just got to go look for it. And let me ask you this question, okay? If you could, if you could just say,
0: like, what are the three words? in your opinion, that people need to, like, if they see these words pop up in a fucking video, to just immediately scroll to the fucking next one, right? Like, like do not consume that information if it contains these three words in a headline or something like that. What
1: would you say? Man, I don't know. I, I don't know that there's three words. I mean, do you have three words in mind? Oh, like, the quick? Oh, yeah, quick, easy, free. Right, yeah. right, right. Yeah, right. bro, if it's quick, easy, or free, throw that shit in the trash. Yeah. Okay, nothing that's really good is quick, easy, or free. Um... <clears throat> and that's a whole nother topic. Like, guys, there is no fucking hack to any of this shit, bro. You're going to have to work your ass off. You're going to have to fucking be better than everybody. You're going to have to learn how to be great. You're going to have to learn skills. You're going to have to learn how to persevere. You're going to have to learn all of these different things that you may not possess at the level that you need to possess it uh, to compete at the highest level. So my, my perspective is I want to be the best at what I do and anything that I do. And so when I give you guys information, I'm not talking about just operating a business or being decent. I'm talking about being a motherfucking best at what you do, at least in your area, all right? I think that right now we live in the greatest time in history to be an entrepreneur because of how much great information there is out there for low cost or free. Uh, And then even at cost, Like, you got to remember when I was building a business, bro, there was no like way for me to like pay amount of money and then hear from the actual CEO of companies that I admired. Right. That didn't exist. Right. Like it didn't happen. Like the guys, the guys I looked up to, I had to watch them and observe them from afar and deduce what they were doing and break it down. And then, you know, eventually I got to a point in my career where I fucking met those guys, but like I wasn't able in, in the beginning to literally hear them talk about how to build a business. And we live in an era now where that's available. However, and this comes with an asterisk on it, there's also an equal amount of wrong information that if you follow, you will end up getting your fucking ass beat. Okay, because there's a lot of people out there that are pretending to be successful so that you will buy their shit. And you have to be good at vetting them. So when I say like, there's not really three words, I think the main thing that you have to look for is who are you learning from? Are they credible? Have they built real shit? Or are they just a coach? Right. Okay. Because when it comes to business, I don't want just a coach who talks about business. That motherfucker, I don't give a fuck how good they can talk. I don't care how good it sounds when they say it. I don't care how good of a speaker they are. They do not know the nitty-gritty of what is really going to define whether or not you're successful or not. They don't know it. They don't know it. And if they do pretend to know it, it's because they heard it from someone like me and they're repeating it. (laughs) No, I'm being real. real And I'm saying that real, like factual. I'm not saying, like there's a lot of other great coaches out there uh, who have built real shit. But the the amount of those people is probably, the ratio is probably for every one of those people, there's fucking 100 that are faking it. Okay. So you have to discern, you know, and do your, do, do your shit. Like what's this person's company? How do they run it? Is, are they well-known Are you know, you know, like there's ways to tell, you just can't take people's word for it anymore because dude, like there's so many people out there that are willing to just take your money and pretend to coach you. They don't know shit. They really don't. Like, how are you going to fucking, how is someone going to walk you through a difficult situation that you're having if they've never fucking been through it? Right. Like I had a guy call me, dude. I had a guy call me out of Arate. Now, if you join Arate, you're not allowed to call me. You don't get my number. But this guy does have my number because he's been in Arate since the beginning. And uh, we're friends now. Mm -hmm. Okay? Calls me up. Well, he's probably listening and applied the shit you taught, right? Huh? Like he's listening and applied the things that I taught. Yeah, 100%. And he fucking wins. So he calls me. And this is a couple weeks ago. And he says, "He said, hey, man, uh, dude, can I get 10 minutes? And he never asked for my time. So I knew it was important. Mm -hmm. This was on a Sunday. He's like, hey, man, you know, you got 10 minutes? I'm like, yeah. And normally I would say, fuck you, right? But this guy's earned that because hes I've seen him go out and execute. And bro, if I see you take what I say and go out and execute, I'm going to give you my fucking time because you're already shown that you're willing to fucking do it. So he calls me up. I'm I'm walking my uh, 75 hard. And he's like, hey, dude, I got a problem. And I'm like, what's that? And he's like, well, my my one of my stores, this guy owns a bunch of stores, okay? Mm. One of my stores, the entire staff quit. And not only did they quit, they ran it into the ground without me knowing it, and they've been purposefully pushing customers out the door. And then also, my right-hand guy, the guy who I trust to manage all these people, also quit because he said it it's too big of a hole. So here this guy's calling me, and he's saying, I lost my right-hand guy, and I lost a whole staff worth of guys, and they were pushing customers outside the door, creating an intentional bad reputation. You know what I said? I said, man, you know what? That's happened to me too. Mm. And then I went through and I explained how all of this same thing had happened to me, how we corrected it, what we did, and guess what? Now he's on the path to having it fixed your fucking 99, fucking $997 fucking fake ass coach out there doesn't know shit about those things. Right. And that's the difference. When you have real issues, real motherfuckers know how to solve those issues because they've had them happen. I've had that situation happen twice in my fucking 24 years, twice in my 24 years, I've had it happen. Hmm. So it was very easy for me to be like, yeah. all right, bro, uh, step back from the edge. You don't got to jump. Yeah, All put, right, put, put the
0: sledgehammer down. Yes.
1: <laughs> I understand that you feel very violated and, and, you know, like everybody quit on you and you probably feel very. Al- I was able to describe exactly how he's feeling. Do you know why? Because motherfucker, I've been there. Right. Okay. And this is the difference between finding real motherfuckers to teach you or people that just want to be a fucking life coach. Like it's, it's a totally different thing. Yeah, let's just meditate through it, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Give me some more beads and the gas will go right in my car.
0: Fuck, man. I really wish it worked like that.
1: <laughs> well,
0: guys, Andy, that was three. Yeah, that was three. Go pay the fee. Yeah. Don't be a hoe. Share the show. Yeah. Went from sleeping on the floor. Now my jewelry box froze. Fuck a pole. Fuck a stove. Counted millions in a cold. Bad bitch. Booty swole. Got her on bankroll. Can't fold. Doesn't know. Headshot. Case closed. Close.